the Business Storytelling Podcast with Christoph Trapp. Available on Google, Spotify, Apple, Pandora, and other podcast channels. Want to play it on your iPhone? Just ask Siri to play the Christoph Trapp Business Storytelling Podcast. Also available on Alexa. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Hey, business storytellers, how's it going? Christoph Trapp here, your host and author of Content Performance Culture. One of the rare episodes today where it's just me talking. Uh, lots of good content on deck, uh, lots of good episodes recently with guests. Uh, really exciting to see uh, how everyone is listening, how everybody is making time to listen to these shows. And also, it's great to see all these guests on the show. Uh, I learn so much myself. So really, really appreciate everyone uh, participating on the Business Storytelling Podcast for sure. Today's episode, uh, it just dawned on me that I really wanted to talk about this. And the topic is dashboards, live dashboards. Now, there are many, many different tools that you can use. You can use uh, Chartbeat. Uh, there's others out there. You can use uh, Google Analytics real time. Um, but here is why I think it's a great, great, great idea to have live dashboards showing in your newsroom, in the room where your content team works, uh, if everybody is still working at home because of the never-ending coronavirus pandemic, consider having it up on one screen. And here's why I think that's important. Because when we see spikes in something happening on our websites, that's an indicator that something is working, that somebody is paying attention, um, especially if we, uh, we set it up correctly by, um, you know, we have the right content to draw people in. And you might remember uh, the article I did over on AuthenticStorytelling.net in partnership with Lead Forensics. So Lead Forensics, uh, this is not sponsored by them. The article was, but it was still good content. So I want to mention it quickly. Lead Forensics basically gives you email addresses for people that are on your website, and then you can follow up with them. Um, whether you think that's a good strategy or not, you have to decide yourself, but that's the service they offer. Uh, some companies have seen some success with that. And But here was the point of my article. The point of the article is the software is useless if you don't have people on your website, right? So like you can't get anybody's email if they don't come to your website. Um, but anyway, so my point is you still have to get people to come to your website. You have to see what's working. You see, you have to see what's not working and move forward with that content performance culture of mindset, uh, which of course you guys saw, I got, I got a whole book on content performance dot online, check it out available worldwide has been bought, uh, in a number of continents, North America, South America, Europe, Asia. So really appreciate all you guys for your interest in moving your content from happening to performing. And, but here's what's important. So once you get that content marketing strategy going, you get content in front of people that solves their problem. Um, you use uh, good SEO strategies, you use uh, some paid campaigns. And here's the thing, back when I first started in content marketing, everybody was saying, well, content marketers don't do ads, blah, blah, blah. But it's so competitive today, guys. Like you might have to. You might have to run some ads to keep staying in front of people. And guess what? That's how Google makes their money. So at the end of the day, you probably have to 
do some advertising here and there just to see, um, just to get in front of people, just to accelerate results. But at the end of the day, you have to have good content uh, to keep people engaged, whether that's articles or podcasts or white papers or explainer videos or fantastic product pages that are irresistible to look at uh, for the people that really want to look at them. It makes no difference, but you have to have people come to your website. Now, the live view, the live dashboard is so important in my opinion because you can see uh, what's happening. Now, I am hitting this topic here a little bit more from the marketing side than the sales side. I'm not a sales guy. I'm a marketing guy, right? I'm a content guy. Um, so I'm interested in if we're spending all this time, and remember, time is money. If we're investing all this time and all the resources into creating content is it working so if you have the dashboard set up uh, and it's live you can see what's going on and what's beautiful uh, google analytics real time it tells you how many people are currently on your site how many uh, what what are the top active pages where did they come from what are the top referrals What's the top social traffic? Uh, what are the keywords that they search for if they came from organic? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure the keywords, it doesn't give you everything, uh, but it, uh, every once in a while, like anywhere else in Google Analytics, it tells you um, what they search for. It also tells you whether they came from desktop or mobile. And then as you're looking along, um, you know, during the day, you can actually see how traffic has been impacted. But here's why that's important. Because let's say you get an average of 10 active users on your site at a time. And, and you might think that's low. It's, it's not low uh, at all for a lot of companies that are just getting started. Um, so 10, let's say 10 active users per, uh, you know, on average, roughly. And all of a sudden, it jumps up to 150. So you got to figure out what's happening. Why did it jump to 150? Did somebody just send an email campaign? What's the email campaign? Um, and you can dive deeper. Um, every once in a while, you might have something take off. And here's what I mean by that. Remember when the coronavirus pandemic started, it seems like 10 years ago by now? Not as many people knew about uh, Zoom. I've used Zoom since probably 2015, and it is by far my favorite uh, of of the bunch that's out there for uh, video conferencing and and, and meetings, uh, uh, you know, staff meetings, whatever. And so I've used it for a while, but a lot of people hadn't used it. Um, so when when everybody started working from home, Zoom took off, right? More and more people. Everybody knew about Zoom now. Everybody downloaded it. Everybody used it. And so I bet you when Zoom, when that happened, Zoom saw a tremendous spike on their website. And of course they saw a tremendous spike in downloads. And I know I'm talking mostly about the content side here, but a live dashboard for sales, for downloads, if you have something to download. So if you're a SaaS company, why not have that up in the office and people can walk by and they can see it. Um, and then on the other side, maybe they should be some notification when something is happening. So, for example, Chartbeat, uh, 
lets you know when there is a spike. WordPress, so I used WordPress on AuthenticStorytelling.net. WordPress sends me a notification on my phone when there is an unusual spike in traffic. Uh, I, uh, your stats are booming, FYI, and then here's how they're booming, and here's um, how it compares to normal traffic, and I can look into it. What's going on? Why is it spiking? Is there something I can capitalize on? Something I should do? Um, so super, super important to to think about that. The other thing is, uh, you know, you can see what's happening live, especially as you're starting. Let's say a news organization is linking to you. I mean, that's where you would see it right away uh, and your numbers would be going up. Um, but the problem, of course, with setting something like this up in your office, in your, uh, you know, even if you're working at home, I got, I got it running on a monitor. The monitor is just sitting here. I'm not using the monitor for anything else. And, you know, <clears throat> when something happens, I see it. Um, and then I, I investigate trying to figure out what's, uh, what's going on. Can we do something with that? Is there something we should, uh, we should build on, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but remember after 9-11 um, in the United States, the, the September 11 attacks on the country, all these newsrooms were getting TVs. And I still remember, you actually paid attention to them at the time. And then, you know, eight years later, 10 years later, whatever it might be, um, you know, now we're almost 20 years later. Uh, it's very easy to ignore those TVs and never look at them. So just something to keep top of mind that, you know, when you put these things up, is it just becoming a piece of furniture and people are not paying attention to it? So really, really important to put it somewhere where it's almost in somebody's direct line of sight, um, even if they don't look at it constantly. But, uh, you know, the, the point is to have it up so people look at it uh, and you can learn from that. Once you get really out there and you're really a big brand, you might consider having somebody and that being their full-time job, just analyzing the data and analyzing the live data uh, and then making recommendations right away in the moment for content strategy um, <clears throat> that's uh, that should be implemented right then because based on what we're seeing. Um, and sometimes, you know, you can see if people are leaving really quickly, uh, is there a problem? Um, if people are coming from a specific source, so for example, the dashboard I'm currently looking at, uh, there's a all of a sudden an increase of Facebook traffic, which is interesting. Um, you know, unless they're running a Facebook campaign, where's that coming from? Is it coming from a group? Is it coming somewhere else? Sometimes we don't know, but it's just it's interesting to consider um, if you can figure it out um, and then you know respond to it in a meaningful way. So definitely. Uh, that's how I would tie it in. If you have a data analyst, maybe just put it in their office as opposed to putting it out in the open. Uh, of course, you know, if, you're, if your company, if your team has an open office environment, who knows how that's going to change now with coronavirus happening and, and whatnot. Maybe there's going to be a pushback into uh, offices for people. I, I don't know. Um, I work in my home office, um, so the only people that are really ever near me are my kids and my wife. And currently there's no travel. Um, you know, everything is being done remote. So that's been interesting to say the least after a busy travel year last year. 
Um, but as I mentioned in my uh, content performance culture book, content performance that online, um, the people you need on your team, really, you need a strategist, you need content creators, you need analysts. And one person can do all three to an extent, not always possible, but it can be possible. But if you have the budget, if you have, if you're growing, consider getting an analyst who can help analyze the data, set up a dashboard that auto updates. Um, nobody has time to refresh, quite frankly, guys. Auto updates. That's the way it has to be. And, you know, go from there. Um, that's all I have on the topic. If you don't have a dashboard, there's many, many vendors out there. I'm not picking any favorites here for the purpose of web analytics. My opinion is Google real-time works just fine. So once you're hooked up with Google, once you're hooked up, uh, have that on your website, you can just pull it up and you go to, it's the top item under reports. Um, you can do overview, you can do locations, you can do traffic sources, uh, you can do content. Uh, I don't Let's see what it does when you go to content. So content is just basically tells you uh, what page is currently being viewed and uh, what pages are currently being viewed and, and uh, how many minutes people stay on them. Hopefully you get to minutes. And then, you know, if you set up events and other conversion goals, you can also have that set up. Uh, you can also have that displayed. Um, I think the overview is just, um, it's kind of nice to see where people are coming from and also uh, the referral, uh, the location, uh, keywords, and just the top active pages that can be very helpful in your strategy. Chartbeat is another one that's a little bit more expensive, uh, but if you're content-based and a good sized company might be worth uh, looking into. Um, there's many, many other tools that you can get out there. Again, my word of caution is uh, software tools, um, they should make your life easier. Um, and you know, if you're gonna end up spending a gazillion dollars on something that you can get for free in Google Analytics, why? Why is that necessary? Um, but there might be reasons to get something a little bit more enterprise level, um, you know, with a few more features. But just think about that. What are your goals? What are you trying to do? Um, Google Analytics real time, in my opinion, works for many companies. Um, you, you have to get to a, a pretty high level of traffic, in my opinion, to not be able to use that. And even then, it probably should be just fine. That's all I have on the topic. Uh, reach out if you have any questions. Always happy to chat, guys. Thanks for listening to the Business Storytelling Podcast. I'm Christoph Trapp, ctrap at gmail.com. Move your content from happening to performing. That's what everybody wants nowadays in content and content marketing and marketing and all those related fields. Check out my new book, Content Performance Culture, the number one new release in the public relations category on Amazon.com when it came out. I hope you take a look. It's available as paperback and Kindle worldwide.